Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Pretty much all about the vagina. That's right. We talk about our vaginas today. That was some exceptionally funny sex ed ugly and awkward moments. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Well, the dick was really good, but I do have herpes for the rest of my life. Paula? Insert massive eye roll. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 345. Sorry, I wasn't ready. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I should have been ready, but we are yes. Sisters Who Podcast. We are Sisters Who Podcast. So before the show, I was, we were talking about, I don't know, whatever, getting our minds right. And um, it it has been, we'll see, Daryl went to LA yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I, for the last couple of days, this weather, I think, has finally just, it's finally just beaten me down. I'm sick of the freezing cold weather. I'm sick of the gray you know, it's like, I understand that the rest of the country is buried in snow or it's, you know, the the tundra. I mean, I, I know that we're not alone, mm-hmm. but we've had, we had the smoke all goddamn summer. Yeah. And where we probably, the entire state of California is probably going to get lung cancer in 10 years. Now we have this gray shit and it's freezing. It was like 34 last night. Yeah, it was so cold. cold. And so I'm just kind of over it. So over the last couple of days, I'm like, there's like a shred, a wisp of sun out. So I go out in the backyard because I need to do something. So I said, you know what? I'm going to prepare my garden for the spring. It's February. (laughs) Right. So I go over there because I told him, I I told Daryl, I said, we have to completely redo the garden because my tomatoes didn't do well because the soil is depleted. So I need to like do the crop rotation thing where you literally have to plant something else where the other stuff was. Yeah. I know okay. my backyard looks like a trailer park <laughs> and Victor refuses to clean up the dog poop. Oh, great. So that's the power struggle, huh? I don't <laughs> know why. Crap. He does it like every six months. He just goes Ew. out there. And- well, first of all, you have an able-bodied child who's misbehaving. You can throw his ass out there and make him I do it. I make him clean up the dog poop at my house and he does it. Yeah, I guess I could just tell him to do it. But I mean, I feel bad because Olivia literally does nothing. Olivia can go too. There's probably enough for both of them out she there. She would never. Why? She just she's she couldn't even hold a shovel, Jamie. I mean, she's give just, her a trowel. She's too small. Give her one of the little gardening ones. I don't know. All I'm saying is that there are other result. There are other options. I mean, God forbid someone else besides you d- parent and make someone do something. True. You know. Well, anyway, so I was out there gardening. So for the last three days I go out there and I've got like a pickaxe and a shovel and I'm getting out like these deep-rooted crabgrass that has grown into my thing I dug up a broken sprinkler that I'm gonna well I don't know if I'll repair it but I found the break someone will (laughs) someone's gonna do it it's I mean I dug the freaking trough so someone else can go in there and fix it into that cold wet mud and it isn't gonna be me weren't there a bunch of bugs and worms no none because it's cold everything's dormant well, that's i was even hoping to find verdell my snake and he's nowhere to be oh, found no. he's somewhere like hibernating <laughs> under a rock or something i don't know trying to stay warm yeah so he's nowhere to be found i'm like god no verdell no no nothing can't believe you're so, looking for a snake that's gross verdell is is different he's a different snake he god. might even be special needs for all i know every time i see him he flips over on his back and plays dead it's very weird 
We yeah, have a thing. Maybe. I don't know, but I miss him. I'm okay. ready for the spring to come. I know you don't like snakes, but anyway. <sighs> no. No Vertel. Now I can't remember the name of the legendary character Daryl has been calling me. Is it John Holmes? No. No, that's the... <laughs> Who's John <No>. Holmes? <laughs> that's the that's the guy from porn. The guy with the legendary long penis. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's Jeremy... Uh... No, it was John C. Holmes. Wasn't that the, the penis guy no, from Deep that's, Throat? Uh, oh, maybe for Deep Throat. Who's the other guy? Jeremy. Oh, you're thinking of Jeremy. Uh, what's his face? Jeremy. Hold on a second. I got to call Daryl. Is that the guy from Stockton that played in the Hurt Locker? Yes, and they think he's gay. He might be. Well, he had a, a wife and a, he has a wife and a kid. Jeremy. Yes. Hey, what, what was the legendary character you were calling me for the last three days? It's John not, Henry. John Henry, not John Holmes. John Holmes is the porn ask guy, him, right? <laughs> yeah, ask him who the other, like, long dick person that's named Who's Jeremy? the other famous porn guy? Named Jeremy. Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Ron, Ron Jeremy. Jeremy. Okay. By the way, producer Dub, when I asked him if he knew who John C. Holmes was, he was like, of course I do. Who is it? Like, it's John the, C. Holmes. The porn guy. Yeah, but isn't John C? Or are you thinking? Are you combining John C. Riley and John Holmes? Maybe. <laughs> okay, John C. Riley is the curly-haired guy that always plays in movies with Will Ferrell. Uh, no, John yeah, C. Riley. What? Look at your Facebook page, and then look at the logo. Okay, hold on. You know you're being recorded right now. Am I supposed to? That's fine. The law. Yes, you're supposed to disclose that. The disclose. Supposed to by law disclose. This call may be recorded. Hold on a second. For quality assurance. Your Facebook page. Oh, ugly Look truth. Logo. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm like, what's with all the blue men? Okay, that's not the what? one. <laughs> what? Well, I looked Hold at on. your page. Okay, ugly truth. Sisters Who Podcast! Oh, you put the hashtag on it! Yeah, our original logo designer did that for me, <gasps> so I'm swapping everything out now. That is so cool! Hashtag yeah. Sisters Who Podcast. I love it. I love it. Okay, okay so John Hi. Holmes... Wait! John okay. Henry is the guy you've been calling me. Yes, the folklore character John Henry. Okay, thank you. All right, bye. Bye-bye. So who's John <laughs> Henry, then? John Henry apparently is a man who it's an it's an urban legend. I, I'm sure he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> and he apparently he was a he was a man of color who oh. dug tunnels for trains. And he got angry because they invented a tunnel steam powered tunnel digger. Mm-hmm. And he said that he could beat the machine. Because he had an ego and he was mad that they thought he could be replaced with a machine. Little did he know Is that... Is this a fictional story? No. Because I think no. I read a story about this and he had like a big sledgehammer. Something. Anyway. It's not Paul Bunyan. I know that. Not Paul Bunyan. But it's along those lines. It's along, it's along those lines. Okay. So yeah, I get it. He challenged the machine to build to to dig a tunnel for a train or something mm-hmm. and he won he beat the machine okay and then he died of a like exhaustion <laughs> said, or something or? yes oh, from okay. exhaustion 
And Daryl was telling me the story. And I go, why do you keep calling me this guy, this John Henry guy? Every time I said, yeah, so I finished it with the pickaxe. He's like, okay, John Henry. And I'm like, stop calling me that. I don't even know what that means. I go, am I going to die? Like, why are you calling me that? He's like, because you're out there with a pickaxe. And I said, okay, well, that's the only thing. In fact, I will be willing to bet you that he did not use a pickaxe when he was digging a tunnel for trains back in the day. That's the only thing that's connecting you to this character. Apparently. the pickaxe. You know what? Here's what I think. Because I'm awkward, as you know, as you are as well. He probably was laughing at me watching me use the pickaxe. That is my guess. Because I started putting my legs into it because those things are really heavy. I Okay. Is that the one that has like the two pointy ends? It's got one pointy end and one sharp axe-like end. Oh, okay. Like a hammerhead. (laughs) So You could really hurt yourself with that. You know, Paula, I have to tell you that I was, I grew concerned with my, with getting tired. I started to grow concerned that I may harm myself. Your lethargy might cause injury. (laughs) My muscles were screaming and I was like, you know, this is about the time when I would probably like poke myself in the crotch or something because I started holding it differently because it was getting harder to hold. Like I'm wielding it and I'm like, you know, this is about the time when I'm going to chop my hand off or my toe or i'm gonna whack myself in the head with it and i'll have a giant you know cut or a gash daryl's calling me john holmes and here i am bleeding profusely because i'm exhausted and so i actually limited how much work i did with it i started using a shovel and stuff because i was (laughs) i mean i'm not a stupid awkward person i'm just awkward you're actually following mom's advice she says never do the last run because she's always, you know, that's the that one so that'll true. get you because you're tired and you've been, you yep. know, running all day or doing whatever you're doing all day. Yep. And I think true. actually that was, no, it wasn't the last run where she slammed into the mountain when she was skiing and broke all her ribs. She fell down a mountain and <laughs> broke all her ribs. I yes. mean, it's not funny, but. No, but she was entertaining clients and they're like, oh, you can do it. And she's like, Jamie, it was a black diamond and I've never skied before. And I said, well, what did you do before? She goes, I don't know. Why did they say I could do it? And she's like, look. And of course, as we know, she's terrified of heights. And if you look down a black mountain, they're just straight down. It's frightening. I and uh-uh. I've done Black Mountain and I could I could ski. I was probably an intermediate and I would do a, an occasional Black Diamond. And, I, you know, dad's like, come on, you can do it. Dad, just go us. for it. <laughs> and he's like, just go. Just do it. Don't even think about it. And I'm like, um, OK. And I'm like, ah! you literally just have down. to go side to side the whole way down. Oh, God. One time I ran into when I was learning how to ski, I ran so hard into another human being. <laughs> and the person was like, this is how people die. That's how and Sunny was, Bono died. Yeah, and this is before um, people were, you know, advised to wear helmets. I ran so. into a ski school one time. <laughs> it's like a movie. I just plopped through a, a line of children, and I was a child myself. <laughs> Wendy was laughing so hard, the ski instructor was, like, yelling at her. Like, you better watch where she's going. <laughs> it's like, do you need to enroll her in this class? But no, we got it. We no, like to just be dangerous. I only went and down a safe. black diamond like one time. And we were, I mean, little. I think I was only like maybe Olivia's age. And yeah, oh it was God. nothing but moguls and straight down. 
<sighs> yeah, those moguls will kill you. They will kill you. My uh, so thighs were burning. Mom went down. Well, you know, look. I mean, there's a reason why I was a cheerleader and not an athlete. Okay, <laughs> I don't do the running and the things. I just, I'm just not fast or quick or or, or strong enough for much of anything. Yeah. I mean, maybe I could have, but we were raised to be princesses, not athletes. That's so true. it was not the same. I mean, cheerleading was hard. Not like yeah. it is today. Yeah, really. not like it is today. But it was hard. You know, you're still, you were still required to be strong. It was just different. Anyway. That reminds me of Sex in the City, where they went to the <laughs> basketball game, and they were oh. watching the cheerleaders, and uh, yes. Charlotte's just Miranda. like, I was a cheerleader. And then they're watching the one, like, the NBA cheerleaders, and then she's like, what is she doing? And she's just <laughs> so, like, and she's like, did you do those things? She's like, no, we just did some herkies and kicks and things. She's like, yeah. we didn't do anything like that. No, it's very different. It's very different. But anyway, sorry. No, no, I don't even remember what I was saying. But anyway, yeah, I was just telling you how Daryl was calling me John Holmes. Or wait, John Henry. Oh, God. I don't even I care don't anymore. I just, John I'm kind C. of tired. Riley. I think it's, I don't know. Moving on. Okay, so you brought to my attention a doctor who has some kind of, I, I, you didn't really make it clear, but it's definitely about vaginas. Yes. So her name is Dr. Jen Gunter. Gunt. Gunter. Gunter. Yes. Yeah, she had some kind of Twitter battle with some folio, um, but I don't think that's what you were going to tell me about. So she's on Facebook. You can look her mm-hmm. up. And she's okay. an OBGYN. And typically what she does is she kind of um, addresses some of the the misunderstandings or the myths out there about a lot of... Um, OBGYN related matters. Okay. So, so, or misconceptions, right. I should say. Okay. Um, and so I find it informative. I read an article about women and their vaginas. <laughs> and she says okay. there is nothing bad, toxic, or unclean about the vagina. Well, that's true. And I think the reason I found it informative is because you know how I feel about my vagina. Yes, you don't like it. I'm not comfortable with mine. I don't You're like the- it. You're Charlotte. You think it's ugly. I'm ashamed of mine. I don't like anybody down there. I don't want anyone touching it. (laughs) I don't like fingers or anything like that. I just, you know, only a penis. And so... That's funny. And it's too bad because, you know, it's it's a wonderful place. I'm sure it is. It's beautiful. You know, I'm sure it is. And maybe one day I'll feel comfortable enough with someone, but Mm -hmm. I just... It just has yet to happen. So I get it. Anyways, so So tell me some. Tell me some. Okay, so menstrual blood has toxins or it's dirty. And that is not true. I mean, we know what it is. It's the blood lining the uterus. Basically, if you had if you had an egg coming down that was fertilized, that's where it would live. Right. Vaginas need cleaning. No. No. A vagina is like a self-cleaning oven. It is filled with good bacteria and mucus and special cells that keep it in tip-top shape. I would have a hard time with that, but I think what she's talking... Well, she says douches, vaginal steaming, mm-hmm. and any other products for cleaning are harmful. And paradoxically... Yeah. I think that's... Paradoxically... Hard. Well, here's the other thing, though, is if you've ever... And most women do, if you have... Let's just say you have a UTI mm-hmm. and they put you on Bactrim or something. Mm-hmm. Within a week after you complete that, you're going to get a yeast infection. Yeah, unless because you've it been kills, eating heaps of yogurt, but it will kill 
all of the good bacteria in your your vagina and you will have a god a yeast infection from hell there is never a worse yeast infection than getting one from antibiotics and they are and they are you can't get rid of one at least me i can't get rid of one from the -the over-the-counter stuff i have to get the prescribed pill from the doctor well first of all i mean the pill is the way to go because I, I was just thinking about this. I don't even know why I was thinking. I think there was a commercial or something. And I said, I have inserted so many of those freaking eggs into my vagina to try to clear up a yeast infection. I mean, it's been year. It's not years, but it's been a while since I've had to do that. Mm-hmm. But my God, and it is the messiest, most uncomfortable. Dis- it's worse than being on your period. It's just the word. It's the the whole thing is it feels barbaric mm-hmm. and archaic. Like the pill was the best thing and some doctors will go, "Oh, you don't need the pill." You I hate that do they the- don't dis- they don't prescribe it when they prescribe yeah. the antibiotics. They I, should just give you both. I, I usually know. ask because I, but they're just like, "Well, if it happens then, you know, call me back." And I'm like, "No, just give it to me now. I know it's going to happen." <laughs> I know. That is that is the patriarchy right there in full effect. So it just it's the roar. It's like if men got yeast infections the way women did, that shit would be free. Men can get yeast infections. Yes, but not the way we have them. If they had a yeast infection inside their penile tract and the itching was and the itching in the. Oh, my God. There would be like, oh, no, this just comes standard with antibiotics. You just get it. You know, there would be no arguing and debating and begging for a pill. You just get it. Men freak out if they have like, oh my god, if they're growing a hair on their shaft or something. Oh, they'll be like, "Is this a wart?" Oh my god, I swear I've been faithful. It's like, (laughs) no, it's a freaking ingrown hair. Stop shaving your dick, or what? I mean, whatever. So, this doctor, by the way, before you go to your next one, this Mm -hmm. doctor had a debate on Twitter with some gentleman from UC Berkeley, and I can't remember. He was being so fucking patronizing. She was describing something about the vulva. And the vulva, for those of you who don't know, which I know most women do, is the outer lips of the vagina. Right. The vagina is the internal stuff. The the vulva and all that is outward. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to debate, no, that the that is not the vulva. <laughs> like, he was trying to tell a, gyna, a female gynecologist that she was wrong. <laughs> and it was ridiculous. And I'm like, dude what are you doing like stop why are you so determined to get the last word on this it's insane what what did he do for a living he was some kind of scientist or some kind of guy from uc berkeley what an idiot like all the reasons that he shouldn't be doing this (laughs) you know like you're an educated person what are you doing that's whenever i see a man who thinks he knows the woman's body better than a woman gynecologist it's not even laughter. It's like someone needs to remove him from society. I, there's no helping this person. None. I actually, um, a really long time ago, like a really long time ago, mm-hmm. um, I was friends with um, a couple of guys and they were gay. And one of them had a new boyfriend and he was saying how much he hated women's private parts. And he was describing how they were like bleeding wounds and all these things and everything. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I get that you don't like women, but I'm like, there's, you don't have to be like hating on their parts. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just, Mm. you know, if you don't like it, then you don't like it, but you prefer something else. Yeah. You know, but But I mean, to to be revolted, they're not bad. (laughs) 
<laughs> you repulsed. Know. Exactly. It looks like a sad old man. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, then don't look at it sideways. Yeah, it's stupid. It's just, it's just a, first of all, scientifically speaking or anatomically speaking, it's just genitals. It's just, you know, you just don't prefer to have sex with them. Right. You don't have to be all grossed out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so. 12? The last one. Vaginas mm-hmm. should be super tight for men. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And then it says, course. insert massive eye roll. There is, a, <laughs> there is a huge industry built on tighter vaginas. As yep. if an abnormally tight vagina, one that is evocative of puberty, is somehow desirable. When this comes up in conversation, usually with men, I typically point out that the penile size is not a gynecologist issue or a gynecological issue. Mm-hmm. I know women's bodies have been weaponized forever, but I'm here to say that era is gone. And if anyone tells you that your body could be better, especially for your most intimate place, then that person has the problem, not you. Absolutely. So super true. Which I mean... I know things have changed since I've had two children and I did not have the luxury of having a cesarean. So mm-hmm. <laughs> which everyone's well, just saying they're like, oh, you'd never want one. And I'm like, yeah, right. You have the same vagina that you did in your 20s. So that's true. I understand what you're saying. I, I, I would be I would venture to guess, though, that first of all, they do change. But I don't think that you know, and he and the article is absolutely right. I mean, maybe not all women, but a lot of women, whether they want to believe it or not, do worry about the tightness of their vagina. Of course they, they do. Just do. Especially after you have kids. I mean, I myself, if I'm being honest, was also very concerned. I My children were all almost 10 pounds. Yes. And I delivered them vaginally, even though I almost died. Yes. Um, I begged my doctor to give me the virgin tuck mm-hmm. stitch. And he did every single time and um you know is it necessary should i should i care no but i do and i did and so i did it Mm -hmm. so but but i get it i mean you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about it but we all do um so speaking on that note i found resolutions that you should have in 2019 in regard to your snatch oh okay your vagina uh so some interestingly are kind of the same um, this is uh, Dr. Felice Gersh explains that vagina, as you and I have discussed, have its, it has its own unique microbiome and interface with the immune system. So you definitely don't want to douche uh, at all. Do people um, do that still, you think? I think so. I think so. I really do. Douches are advertised as a way to rid the vagina of toxins and bacteria. As you said, they don't, that actually eliminates and increases the risk of yeast infections. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you can do probiotics. Yeah. Apparently there's a new trend of vaginal probiotics and I bet they have them at the nature food store, the, the health food stores. You could probably go and find those. I would try that. I would too. Cause it would probably help with yeast infections. Yeah, um, see, I'm scared because sometimes you just get them like out of nowhere mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't know that you have one. And then like mm-hmm. 
I would just be scared to like have sex and then find out I had one and then like accidentally right. give someone right. a yeast infection or something. It says if you want to ensure a fresh smell and a consistent normal discharge, turn to your diet. Reduce sugar and alcohol, include more whole foods, veggies, and water. That's pretty common sense. But if if you don't think it's not connected, you're wrong, obviously. But mm-hmm. I'm curious about these vaginal probiotics. I'm wondering what that's all about. I wonder Gardenoflife.com. <laughs> okay. Raw probiotics vaginal care. Okay. There we go. Vaginal probiotics. Raw pro- vaginal care. Well, there you go. I think I it says, spelled that wrong. I'll only use the best products on my vagina. Um, so don't use anything. Oh, because, you know, a lot of women uh, use shaving creams or special oils to shave or upkeep the area. Don't cheap out. Switch to organic only. Um, natural lubricants that use aloe vera or coconut oil instead of stuff that you can't read, that you can't pronounce on the back of a label. The other, uh, the other thing that you should do is promise to never fake another orgasm. I've never faked an orgasm. I haven't either. I refuse. I freaking refuse to fake it. I'm not going to do that. Like if, nope. if, if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> no, I won't fake it. I absolutely won't. There'll be times when Daryl be like, well, did you enjoy that? I'm like, yeah, it was great. He's like, well, did you, you know? And I'm like, nah, what do you mean? Like, well, I just, sometimes it's just not going to happen. I mean. Trust me, Victor knows the difference if I did or I didn't. He doesn't have to ask. <laughs> Actually, what's funny is that's usually why he asks, because he knows it didn't. Mm-hmm. The intensity was different or something. And right. so he'll ask and I'll be like, well, I mean, it feels amazing. I mean, it's better sure. than not having sex at all. But sometimes it's just not going to happen. He's like, oh, you know, and he feels like a failure. And I'm like, this isn't about you, but I, I appreciate your concerns. But, you know, we'll, we'll get it next time. <laughs> it's not like I can't. I used to be, I used to be the person who was determined to never end sex without an orgasm. And now I'm not like that so much because it still feels amazing. It you know, puts so much pressure on you. And sometimes it's right. just, I don't know. It right. just doesn't work out. Yeah. I mean, and I'm always so glad that I'm actually able to have sex, but I just, sometimes you're just not going to get the big O and that's okay. I mean, honestly, I would say more times than not, it probably doesn't happen for me at least. Really? Well, I always come to the party. Well, I mean, when I don't, it's some other thing. One way or another, I will. But I'm just yeah. saying from straight sex, it doesn't necessarily happen. Well, vaginal orgasms are very, that, that takes a lot of practice. That's so, not easy. That's, it's, that's typical it's, for me. So it's, yeah, it's usually, yes, exactly. Um, okay. So if sex hurts, you must tell your doctor. A lot of women just refuse to talk about it. Why would but sex hurt? That's weird. Um, well, because there's there are actually um, there are actually things that that can happen, whether it's super dry or if you have a pelvic inflammatory disorder or there, you know, and I don't know if endometriosis causes painful sex, but it could. I think I've, I've heard that quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. So you really should tell your doctor because sex sex shouldn't hurt outside of, you know, if you're having sex with John C. Holmes or whatever that guy's name was. Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Yes. Other than that, I mean, size is one thing, but just in general, sex should not be painful. That's a good hurt, though. Well, sometimes it is. You are correct. I am a freak. You are freak. correct, madam. I am a freak for big dick. 
Okay, so I found uh, raw probiotics vaginal care. 50 billion guaranteed. I don't know what that means. That's the uh, 50 probiotics. Oh, okay. 38 probiotic strains, vaginal flora balance, and urinary tract health. So you you can get them for $29.95 on Amazon. Oh, just go through our Ugly Truth link if you want to buy them. Yes. I and, think that's a good idea. I and mean, you do it. they have an extra 40% off coupon for your first order. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Okay. And then, of course, this is for the single ladies. Always use condoms. I promise I will always use condoms. Gonorrhea and chlamydia are being treated as epidemic levels, while herpes and HPV are rampant. Good God, people. Cover your penises. Herpes and HPV? Please. God. Your vagina is the critically important entrance point into your body for all sorts of pathogens. Protect it and you. I don't like condoms. No one does. <laughs> no one does. Oh, and if you're a granola eater, there's plenty of vegan and natural options. Okay. Do you know what? They probably smell really bad. I, you know what? I, can we, there are limits. There are limits. I mean, who gives a, and they're probably expensive. I know. If they're they're anything like the organic tampons out there, yeah. Gross. I know. 20 bucks for a box of tampons. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. No. Well, there's, okay, so there's two camps. It's like organic lanolin tampons for 20 bucks for a month, which, I mean, in the big picture is probably not that bad, but, you know, they're biodegradable and all that garbage, or... You're the other person who says, you know, that's that's filling landfills and therefore I'm going to do the menstrual cup, you know, or they should be free. So which is it? Hmm. Should they be free or should we be using organic vegan lambs wool tampons? I know that I use the lamb. Who's the more aggressive? (laughs) Who's the more aggressive hippie? (laughs) Well, that's true. I did use the lambskin ones before and they just smell Mm. really weird. Well, because they're, or aren't they basically lambs? Well, they're like a skin. membrane or something. Ooh. So nothing kills the mood like odor. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I was a latex girl for most of, if I ever used them. I did the hardcore stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, I we tried that, but I always found it burned. And so I think oh, I was Oh, maybe you're like, allergic to latex. I think I was allergic to the latex. Yeah. So there was, there was this other one that was like polyurethane, but the, and then there was the lambskin. And so. I don't remember ever trying lambskin. We only um, did it one time. And I, you know, I'm with you. I hate condoms. But if you're single and you want to have multiple sex partners, that's, you kind of got to do it. You don't want to be diseased. <sighs> yeah. I'm trying to think if I. I mean, VD's for life, honey. Yeah, it no, is not worth it. There's not one dude out there that's worth it. Not one. Yeah. I don't. Well, the dick was really good, but I do have herpes for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm like, come on. You don't want to be on the commercial. It's like, yes, I have herpes. Yeah. Or you have to go Flare-ups. to that special dating site. Like, you know. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was just going to say you that. You only have to date people that have herpes. Herpes simplex three. We have it together. So we know when our flare ups are. God. Gross. Yeah. And it says kegels. It says, I will not forget my kegels. Now, we were just talking about our concerns about being tight vaginally. It improves your sex life, but mostly it's for your pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Because after you have children, you know, those muscles are, are toast and you have to rebuild them. I mean, I know it took me like a really long time before I could do a crunch. 
I mean, I literally felt like a rubber band. I couldn't do anything. My muscles, my stomach muscles, I had none. After I had Ryan, I was going to make him a bottle and I kind of had to go pee. It was literally like days after I had him. And I was in the kitchen and I was running the water. And as soon as my finger hit the water, I peed all over the floor. I couldn't even stop it. I was just, oh my God, fell out. And I was just like, oh my God. Victor's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I can't do it. My pants. Oh, take the bottle. So. Oh God, that's awful. I never did that, but I have noticed now I have actually slacked on my kegels for a while. And so like the other day I had to wet, I had to go pee really bad and I was running to go to the bathroom because, you know, women have to wait to the last minute because we're busy. Yeah, so I, I ran to the bathroom. I literally almost wet my pants. And I'm like, there's there was nothing holding. I couldn't hold it. I'm like, all right, that's it. Kegels starting now because I those muscles were have atrophied. I have to like get it going again. I feel like my whole body's atrophied. I was touching my thighs. I mean, I already know my butt feels like mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, you already. Yes. But my thighs, <laughs> they're like starting to feel like a little weird. And then I'm getting like all these red like bumps on my skin. Mm. But they're like maroon colored. And I'm like, am I getting skin What's like that? mom? And I'm like, what is going <laughs> on? And I'm like, I literally just turned 40 and I'm turning into a freaking old lady. Just like that. It just <laughs> happened. So and I'm funny. just like, this this is bad well you definitely don't look like j-lo who's 50 i hate her god God, she looks so good i was looking at a lot of those celebrities and i'm just like there's no way that all these celebrities look like they do and have not had to work they just they have my god of course although there you know here's one thing i've noticed about uh hollywood and paparazzi or you know photographs or whatever is everybody has these 4k cameras now yeah. So you get the super up close, every line, every detail of their face and bodies. And even JLo has lines around her mouth. Right. Because, well, first of all, I think it's because she's too thin. And so, you know, when mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of fat, you start getting those little lines. Oh, that's horrible. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I noticed that on her that she looked awfully thin. She looked really thin and she had some lines even around her eyes. So she might not be doing the full on Botox. I don't think she is because she would look you would be able to tell. I mean, she's so lean. You would see fillers like in her eyes and stuff. So she has crow's feet and stuff like that. But, you know, back in the old days, you wouldn't even see it because the cameras just weren't that, the resolution wasn't high enough. Mm -hmm. Now you can go on a website and look at her walk, you know, her red carpet picture and zoom in on her face and see everything. God. Literally everything. And I'm like, I would not. I'd be going in the back door. Well, it's that or you just come to peace with the fact that you're like, hey, at least I'm not at least I'm not dead. Right. (laughs) I mean, I'm here. So, okay. so the final thing on the vagina and what you have to promise yourself is that you will love and accept it just the way she is. I think me and my vagina need therapy. I is your vagina sad? It might be a little sad. You need a little depressed. Maybe you need an. Well, God, you're on a million antidepressants. The thing can't possibly be. (laughs) I know. It's gotta be I just I don't something. think my vagina's ready to be out there yet. Well, I don't think it needs to be out there right now, but you, and you need to love it before you can let others love it. I think my I think I need to wax my vagina and get a compact, get in that bathroom and take a look. This is ridiculous. <sighs> <laughs> don't let me be the Samantha of this situation. I just I think my vagina is very attractive and I've never had any complaints. I don't think I've ever had complaints. It's just so self-conscious. Well, 
I want you to Google something that you make will make you laugh, but it might actually be helpful to you in the big picture. Apparently, there's this new thing called pussy walking. <laughs> okay. And it's basically a way to train women to basically, when they walk into a room, to lead with their pussy. Okay. When I typed in pussy walking, all that came up was ex-hamster and Pornhub. Oh, okay. That's not... Slim young That's... pussy walking. What is that? Hold on a second. I I don't click no, on not... anything. No, I'm not. That's not it. Hold on. It's a thing that I just okay. That's not it. At I just all. told you. Watch free okay. dripping walking pussy naked walk. on the woods. Okay. No. <laughs> naked There's milf no... with super. <laughs> Girls walk. Girl walks around with a vibrator. No, that's not it. <laughs> god okay <laughs> here it is here it is first of all pussy walking is one word that's, you, that was oh okay that's where i made the mistake maybe that makes a difference pussy i want to talk to you about word. pussy walking what if you could feel more confident by tapping into the power of your vagina is this sasha kagan.com yes okay. yes okay so you have to read it but um and there's a youtube page i believe it's basically an attitude. You're not actually walking around going, hey, everyone, look at my, you know, there's no leash or anything. It's basically the same mentality that men have when they walk into a room. They, they have they have dick power and they walk in feeling, you know, especially really dominant. You know, when you when a man walks in a room and he's got a lot of confidence, you know, he thinks his dick is the shit. Right. And it's kind yeah. of taking that mentality for women because women are very intimidated in the working world or in any public forum. I mean, a lot of women don't walk in, you know, owning the room unless they have big boobs or something. And it's not about feeling sexy. It's about feeling powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's different. That's different. And so I think you should take a look at that. Although I don't think you have a problem with walking into a room feeling powerful. I don't. Uh, No, I I don't really either. But I mean, yeah, in the moment, you know, given the option lights on or lights off, I'm definitely a lights off person. Yeah. So anyway, it's about finding the finding the the power via vagina. And she's like, and yes, I use pussy, you know, so she's really into that word. So, uh, because it has connotations that are uncomfortable for most women. Oh, like so. Some women don't like that word. Yes. Oh. I, and it, she, well, she probably couldn't get away with calling it cunt walking, so she had to find something. <laughs> well, that's. I don't think women really <laughs> use that word like in a positive manner. Well, we should. We should be taking it back. It's ours. <laughs> so no. anyway, no. Well, we're running out of time, but I do want to read a couple of funny. Uh, we and we didn't even talk about parenting, okay. sex ed, or anything. So we don't have time for that. But I will read you these ugly and awkward moments of the week, the sex ed class edition. When I was a sophomore in high school, we had a week of sex ed. For the first two days, I split the guys and girls into separate rooms. My teacher was a guy, went through the process of explaining how this is a very serious subject, and if anyone laughs or makes a joke, they will be thrown out of class. Oh, that's he then unfair. points. Well, yeah, that's true. 
he then starts by explaining how a woman gets pregnant. He pulls down a large diagram of the female anatomy, grabs a pointer, points at the diagram and says the penis travels through the vagina up the birth canal and ejaculates. The sperm began, then begins its journey. At this point, he stops, stands silent for about a minute, and then he turns and says, sorry about that, guys. This is actually the anus. <laughs> and about... <laughs> After about 10 seconds of everyone nearly passing out, he says, it's okay to laugh at that one. And then everybody started to laugh. God, the teacher didn't know the vagina from the anus. Yes. We exploded him for the rest of the year. If anyone made a mistake while we were around someone that was in that class, we would just apologize and say, sorry, that's the anus. (laughs) That's really funny. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. This one was funny, too. Um, Ryan would never be able to contain himself, probably for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year, right. We had to give presentations on different contraception methods during a sex ed unit of our health class. Five to six member groups did presentations about condoms, female condoms, the pill, etc. Oh, my God. (laughs) One of the guys doing the presentation was flexing an IUD between his fingers. (laughs) It shot out of his hand. Of course it did. It shot out of his hand and hit a popular girl 20 feet away in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. How do you explain that to your mother? I got hit in the eye with an IUD. What? Where was this? Who brought up all the school? How do you know what an IUD is? Yeah, really? Really? That is so I'm sure that's what our mom would say. She'd be like, right now. She'd be like, are you sure what you said, what you just said? IUD? <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> How does that happen? What was the army doing at the school? Was it recruiting day? <laughs> Were there the armed forces were there? <laughs> I don't understand. Were there men in uniform there? <laughs> What's going on? I didn't get a note from the school. Exactly. I didn't get that email. What was the letter? I don't understand. I'm calling your principal. <laughs> so funny and true. Oh my anyway, God. I just thought those were super hilarious. Sex ed is so awkward in general that, you know. I don't think they separate them anymore because, I mean, Ryan's has been co-ed the whole time. Yeah. It, you know, I don't think they do. Um, I find it odd that a lot of a lot of these, it, they usually leave it to the PE teachers for some weird reason. They make the PE teachers do a sex ed because it has something to do with physical health. It was part of their curriculum, but mm-hmm. Brian's class, they just teach it as like it's a class, you know, part yeah. of their curriculum. And How much so, are they really teaching them, though, if, it, if it's just so generic? I don't know. And then like this year, now that he's in seventh grade, he said that, um, oh God, this is funny. He says that sex ed is supposed to be like five weeks long or something. And oh I'm like, God. I'm like, I couldn't even talk about sex for five weeks. I mean, I could, but I wouldn't want to. I, I don't even know what I would say. I mean, I'd probably be done in like an hour, you know? Well, you know what? He's got to he's got to get it from somewhere other than Pornhub because that shit is not real. Well, I mean, we're pretty open about stuff at home. I mean, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a taboo subject or anything like that. I try really hard to I, I've always tried really hard to be super open without being graphic, you know, because everybody's sex life is their own. So I'm not really I don't really care about your kinks. I just want you to know you need to be safe and pregnancy is not advised. And if that should that occur, we will have another discussion. Right. But, you know, it's it's just one of those things where you just have to be super 
you you have to be not afraid. Like I remember when I asked mom if she'd ever given a blowjob before. Like, oh my god, she was not did not answer <laughs> for starters, and was very. She wasn't offended. She was almost angry. <laughs> she was almost angry. Uh, I've never had my children be so stupid as to ask me about things of that nature. So it, I definitely think it was just us. We were really out of line a lot of the time. I don't think that I would be angry if Olivia asked me. I'd be like, of course, I'm human. She wasn't angry at me. I think it's just the situation. It's like, oh, why, am I, why is this happening? Because we were like watching TV or something. We were all like, we were watching Chips or something. And I just said. And just out said, of the blue, you asked. Well, she just, I think it was, I think the, 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 the unit was coming up in class. And I said, yeah, you know, you got to sign this. She's like, all right. She goes, well, I mean, do you have any questions? Do you not, is there something you don't know? And I'm like, I don't know. Have you ever given a blowjob? And she's like, um, well, that's, first of all, that is none of your business. And second, um, you know, and she didn't answer. She just really could not answer. And it's I, I wonder know. if the answer was yes, then. Well, I'm not going to ask now. I, I don't want to ask her if she was French kissing Paul, <laughs> like, <gasps> when they were dating. I was, like, Ew. 10. Did she? Did she say yes? I think she said, Paula Marie, that's none of your business. <laughs> so I was just <laughs> See? like, eh, So that was her standard re- recount to anything sexual. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's um, our experience that, you know, we were basically mm-hmm. punished for asking questions. <laughs> It's amazing neither one of us actually ever contracted anything unusual. She was so astonished that, you know, everyone got so pre- got pregnant so young. Got, got so pregnant so young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, we have to we have to wrap this up. What a crazy ride this has been. I know. So. Love your vaginas, ladies. Yes. And gentlemen, respect the vagina. Yeah. Don't assume if it's not tight that it's not you. Maybe you're just small. If you are, if you get the privilege of putting your body inside another person's body, that's all you should care about. Tightness is not a factor. Just that's live. disrespectful. Yes. Just be grateful that someone's allowing you to enter them. <laughs> grateful. Right. Honor it. <laughs> Put it on a pedestal. Put that pussy on a pedestal. Damn is, it. Is that like a rap song or something? Or Is it? I don't know. I've, I've heard on the term before. I have two. You put the pussy on the pedestal. What is that from? That's a movie. That'll be something you ask Daryl when we log off. I'll be like, have you ever put the pussy on a pedestal? He goes, what do you mean? I'm sure he has. He told me, yo, he told me no last night. And I said, I really don't like the way that sounds coming out of your mouth. (laughs) Pedestal. How do you spell that? Pedestal. Pedestal. Oh, it's all E's. It's not A's. Urban Dictionary. One who puts pussy on a pedestal is usually a male who treats women, sex, and pussy as unattainable godly forces, when in reality they are God's greatest gift. Oh, so it's a bad thing. Yeah, well, we don't want that. Pussy on a pedestal. Oh, no, this is from 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, it's the black guy who says it, right? Oh, God, I love that movie. I love that guy so bad. He's so freaking funny. I'm like, your problem, this is your problem. Your problem is you put the pussy on a pedestal. Right. Yes. Because you're afraid, because he's afraid of it. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. I am always walking around the house saying, did you just say you were hurting for a squirting? Squirting? (laughs) Like, I don't say it in front of the kids, obviously. Did you just say, were you the one that said she's a hoe? For for sure. Oh, Oh. she was a hoe. Faux show. show. <laughs> I freaking love that movie. I know. Sandbags. 
<laughs> they, they felt like sandbags. Feels like a bag of God. sand. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like, are you a virgin? Why are you always telling me to go fuck a goat? <laughs> Anyways. Oh God. He's like, I was just trying to help I was just trying to help him out, set him up with some nice friends. Actually, one of the guys that was in that movie had to go to prison because he killed his mom or his girlfriend he with like a yeah he killed people or something yeah not not the not the go fuck a goat guy but his the younger his cohort, guy his cohort yeah did yes Crazy. terrible i know that's awful god you know what i'm gonna watch that movie again i love that movie it is funny it is very funny so many things anyways right. okay well i think that's a wrap for this week we will see you on sunday And uh, have a good Valentine's Day and God bless. So, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth. 